Hello, ladies and gents. This is Mike Headley on the Headley Group Real Estate Show. This is a podcast designed for real estate professionals who's thinking about getting a career in real estate or who's already been in the business. We'll learn some great tips and tricks from the professionals and the veterans. Continue to tune in. Hey, ladies and gents, this is Mike Headley. We are back with another great episode on the Edgar Real Estate Show. We got alumni on the show. We got real estate investor in the Chicago area, Tylen Durrett. This brother's killing the game and doing his thing with real estate investing. He's telling you how to buy and get great tenants doing multifamily. Tune in. Hey, ladies and gents, how we all doing? This is Mike Headley. We are back. On the Heady Group Real Estate Show, uh, this brother didn't need no introduction. Uh, he is alumni to the show. Actually, he is our first guest that made a second appearance. Let's give a warm welcome to the owner, founder of the Rent Holdings, Tylen Durant. How you doing, brother? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, I'm man. doing good, man. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me back again, man. Well, listen, brother. You know, like, like we just finished talking uh, uh, off air a second ago. I had got to salute you and thank you for taking time out saying, okay, come back on the show, right? And one thing about our show, like I said, we keep it real. This brother's a hard worker. The brother said, hey, listen, Mike, I can't make this time, but I can make this time. And the reason why, the only reason why, brother, is you out the grind. All right. <laughs> so I like I like to be on time all the time, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm big on time, but today uh, my GC is actually in Florida visiting his father. Oh, well, what is a GC, brother? Somebody may not know oh, what that no, is. Yeah. My, my my general contractor, mm-hmm. um, who's working on my rehab right now, is actually in Florida visiting his father. And um, one of the workers ran out of paint. They actually needed a lot of paint. He should have actually dropped off this paint before he left out of town. Mm. But I understand. And so I kind of mm. had to alter my day to go make sure that they can keep working. Um, because I don't want to lose any day or have any excuses because I'm already a little bit behind on this project. So mm-hmm. I had to, So that's what I called you and was like, hey, man, I know we said two, but maybe three. And really, I thought I could make it at two. And I did kind of make it at two, like at 205. But I just didn't, I wasn't sure. And I just wanted to kind of give a little room. Mm-hmm. So, so sure. that leaves me to my next kind of uh, uh, segue in terms of peeling the onion back. Silent people don't know who never watched the previous episode. You are an investor, correct? Yes, yes. I'm an investor. investor. And which cities are you investing in real estate in? I'm all in the Chicago uh, market, south side of Chicago. South side sure. of Chicago, right? And we know sometimes people on the outside, sometimes south side of Chicago gets a bad rap. You're saying, sure. I'm right here. I'm making it happen. No, for sure. I mean, there's 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 areas that are nice. There's areas that are bad. There's lots that are nice inside of bad neighborhoods. I've mm-hmm. with it all. I own all those types of different areas. Everywhere from Roseland, Fernwood, all the way to back of the yard. I mm. have properties all over there. I'm looking to actually expand it to Northwest Indiana. Mm. A little bit of a time about that, but okay. I'm going to get it done. Well, well, brother, listen, right now people probably saying, uh, well, how many you, because people always ask, them, how many units do you own? Brother, you mind sharing? How many units do you own? I don't mind sharing. I'm I'm proud to uh, announce that I hit 32 units. Okay, uh, brother, how, how old are you? I'm 37. Uh, 37 with 32 units. Let's put that out there. That's going to be a theme of the show. That's what I'm talking about. 32 units, brother. And yeah, you I just started. Turned, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I, I just turned 37 on Sunday. Son, brother, you're Leo. Yeah. 
My my birthday coming up on the seventeenth. No wonder why we got seven. Oh. Another round of applause, brother. That's right. That's right. Uh, but Leo's on the place, brother, in the building. Definitely shout to you on that. Um, let's dive in and let's talk about in the world of investing. Let's talk about that. Right. Okay. You got you got you got thirty two units. Yeah. That first unit, right? That first unit. I know we brought it up before in our previous episode, but that first unit. Is it a drag out? Was it a process? Like, what was that first unit like? The first unit, um, I bought it um, FHA uh, to live in one unit and rent the other two units out. It was a three mm. unit. Um, I, and and um, so the top units would be occupied by me and then the bottom two are going to be rental to, mm. to kind of um, take care of the mortgage. And that was the plan with everything. Um, so I did, I, I bought it like that after some time. Um, I didn't live there anymore and I um, rented out the top unit and I made, I think net on that one, I made um, maybe like 800 bucks a month off that one. 800 bucks a month, okay. Yeah, so it was a solid, it was a solid move, um, solid building, brick building. Um, like I said, 3.5% down for FHA. Mm-hmm. It was pretty sweet. I was scared out of my mind, mm-hmm. you know, cause it's my first time really having a rental. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I came into the game as a flipper. Um, so when when I got to that rental, I didn't want the headache of being a landlord, but it was actually the best thing I've ever done was switching to the rental property. Instead mm. of the so for so you do that you did that as an own occupant. Let me make sure we clear sure. that as own occupant. Sure. So sure. you did you went in FHA loan three and a half percent down own occupant, and what was that three and a half percent? What was that dollar amount you had down? Um, I believe. I could be off on the, okay. the numbers. I believe I bought the home for one fifty, mm. um, and um, so I think three percent of that is like well over okay. five grand, mm-hmm. um, and so that's what it was about. You know, about plus fees or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it, I want to say five to seven grand is uh, okay. you know where I was and at. You, and you still own that unit to this day? I actually do. I just got it appraised. Um, and it's worth, it was worth 160 when I got it. It's worth 270 now. The power yeah. of holding on to real estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let, let me ask you something here about being an investor. Do you sell anything? You got some investors, I don't sell nothing. Some sell. How do you feel about it? So I don't sell. So I can't, like I said, I came into the game as a flipper. I okay. did my first two flips that didn't work out or whatever case may be, and I went to rentals. People have been calling me like nonstop these last six mm. months though. Oh yes. So hot. You get the little postcards in the mail? Oh my God, postcards. Oh my God, they tear me up, yeah. I had a realtor call me and say, Todd, do you have anything? He said, I don't care what, he said, do you have anything to sell me? And I was like, no, right? Cause I'm, like, I'm holding everything, I'm holding correct, everything. I'm correct, holding correct, correct. And he's like, let me just see something. So I took him to this two unit on um, 76 and Marshfield that I had. Mm. This, there was a, a roof in the bottom I mean, there was a leak in the bottom roof um, face off of the like patio. And so we had to tear out the drywall and replace the wood. So mm. we're in the middle of ripping stuff out. So, so the whole thing is ripped out. So it can Correct. replace. Okay. First major ha- problem I had in this building, right? Mm. Um, so I walked the lady through. That he was like, this roof was like, can she see it? I'm like, yeah, it's drywall everywhere. <laughs> it's wet. She's like, I'll take it. <laughs> Oh, you sold it. So I didn't didn't sell it. Okay. But I I, I showed him just to be like, man, just to kind of take a look at that. Yeah, got you, got you, got you. He was so the market is so competitive out here. So she was like, this is even with the wall out, this is the best thing I've seen. Wow. 
Wow. And I was wow. like, what? Wow. Yeah. Like, exactly. I mean, everything's selling for like over, you know, um, uh, the asking right now. Mm-hmm. It's a hot market. So I'm tempted to answer your question. I'm tempted very much so to sell, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to sell. I'm going to hold. Right. I'm gonna Correct. Correct. My, my goal is 50 units. And if 50. I start selling, okay. yeah, you know. So, so what do you tell uh, uh, an investor uh, in this market looking for that diamond in the rough? Like, how do they... How do they say, okay, now I got a little bit of capital. Well, I don't have no capital, but I'm looking for that deal so I can have a career like Thailand. What do you tell that investor? I would say for me personally, and I go, I know everybody's thing is different. Some people like to work directly with the realtors and be on the MLS, and they do mm-hmm. have great deals on the MLS. Mm-hmm. But for me, the goal has always been dealing with the wholesalers. Mm-hmm. You know, dealing with the guys who kind of got their boots on the ground. Um, you know, the wholesalers who, who are um, um, like kind of active in their community, you know, um, those are the guys who typically I get the best deals from. You know, I have one guy who's just all over the South Side. He's really? all over the South Side. And he's just, and he's, just um, he's, he's solid. He just knows everybody. He knows the neighbors. He kind of knows when somebody's grandmama dies or something like that. Uh, so, you know, and, and he's just a, he's just a very involved individual. Correct, correct. And that you takes know, a lot, lot of time. It takes a lot of time, man, but he mm-hmm. only does this, you know, he mm-hmm. only wholesales. And so you got to find somebody who's really like in it, in the thick of it, because some of these realtors, they get a listing, they take their pictures, they post it and they wait for something to happen. Correct. And that's kind of, that's kind of what it is. They're not Correct. grinding, they're not meeting Correct. people, they're not, you know, and, um, so I've, I've connected with a couple of wholesale guys who are just really out here, you know, meeting people that are in the mm-hmm. neighborhood. And they kind of keep me posted because they know that I'm gonna move quick. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna BS them, you know. Like mm. they, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, uh, string them along like I want the property and not want it. Correct, so, not want it. Correct. Exactly. So when you do a couple deals with somebody, you then become priority, you know. Mm, um, exactly. You know, hey man, I got this one coming up. I'm just hitting you first, you know. Correct, 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 like, correct. Hey, I'm like, keep that energy, brother. <laughs> quick commercial break. If you're interested in a career in real estate or you're a seasoned vet, you might want to change new environment. You don't like the atmosphere you're in. The Headley Group Realty could be there to assist you with your career. What do we offer? Great culture, great environment, leads, and an awesome commission structure. Let us be there to support your business. One thing, you got to be in the state of North Carolina. Let's get back to the show. Your last few deals, have they been through a wholesale or off the MLS? So um, it's been a, comp- a mix of, of all of it. One was off of... I did a single family home off the MLS. Mm-hmm. I did two off of a wholesale. Mm-hmm. And then the last five rental portfolio deal I closed, I actually bought off another investor who mm-hmm. was trying to um, collect some capital. He owned them free and clear. And he was trying to do a bigger, like, multi-unit. Mm-hmm. So it's been, um, I, I'd say, mostly networking. Mm-hmm. Um, only one deal off the MLS. So the rest of the other homes, that's seven homes off of networking through wholesalers and me personally networking. And I only found that one deal off the MLS. And I kind of got lucky with that deal. They just posted it. I called. I got it. Mm. You know? <laughs> mm. So you beat out the competition. I beat out the competition. I mean, I just happened mm. to be right there. But I, I kind of feel like, and not to diss the MLS. I, I don't want to talk bad about realtors. Yeah, brother, don't do that. Because I'm a realtor yeah. and I use yeah, yeah, the MLS. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I think I'm joking. I'm joking. I just yeah. think that sometimes they're picked through. Correct. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and now everybody and everybody has access to it, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, like, correct. Or, you know what I mean? Like, cause all these realtors are sending this to all right. their clients. Take care of the clients. Exactly. Don't nobody know about Miss Jones, how the Thursday that she's selling 
because my man knows. Right, correct, like, exactly. You know, so it's kind of, That's I it. get to slide in and just, before it gets out there, because it'll mm. end up on the MLS anyway. Correct. It's going to end up there anyway, so I try to catch him before, before you know, that happens. Exactly, so. So, so. so what do you say to a uh, 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 person who needs financing capital? I don't know if you want to reveal how you mm -hmm. get yours or do you leverage? Uh, like, what do you do? In other words, to buy these deals, because what happens is, and I know that the wholesalers ain't going to take too much of a hit because they know property is in big demand. Like, how do you, how do you uh, come up with financing? So there's several. So my strategy on financing now is different from my strategy on financing when I start. When I mm, started, so I'll give exactly. you a little bit of both. Please. Um, I was just on um, Black Wealth Renaissance actually talking about this um, uh, recently. Like, like I don't have like a. A lot of people would call me and they ask me like, what's the secret or whatever the case may be. And I'm like, I don't have like a secret sauce, right? I wish I had something sexy to say. Mm, correct, or like, correct. Like a thing. But really mm. what it was is just like, just time, right? Like mm. I worked a job and I saved up for the down payments on each of the properties until I had a portfolio that, that um, uh, lenders that only dealt with investors and what dealt with investors were interested in. You know what I mean? Mm. So mm -hmm. the first one I bought owner occupied, and then I made money off of it on a monthly basis. Then I put my down payment on the next one because I was still working. And then I did that, I duplicated that um, 10 times. At this point now I have 10 homes and I can go to like a Lima one with Mark Buford or I can go to Correct. wherever and say, hey, I got these 10 homes. I want to refinance these. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. now I'm refinancing with a, uh, um, a lender that's only dealing with an investor. And now we're building a relationship. Mm -hmm. So now they have my portfolio over there. They see mm -hmm. the income, they're going to give mm -hmm. me more money. Mm -hmm. And so now, you know, going from A to Z, um, I would say in the beginning, the, the secret sauce that everybody's looking for is patience. Like, you know, I like and, and that. Diligence. You know, okay. there's no quick way, you know, I mean, even in the stock game, you know, like anybody who really knows stocks, like, of course you can put 10 grand into Dogecoin, I guess, and make make some money, but Correct. they're all, they're all going to tell you buy solid companies that pay a dividend, that give you an 8% return year after year. Don't go for the home runs. Go ahead, go for the base hits, right? Mm -hmm. And so... Um, I, I went for the base hits. Mm -hmm. And when I tell people that, they kind of get bored with that. They're like, I don't want to hear that. You know, like, <laughs> like it's not sexy, that. like you said. It's not sexy, you know, mm -hmm. but I mean, that's what it was. I worked the job, I saved money, and I put down payments down houses mm -hmm. for, for years. And then I and then, and then then I turned around and didn't need to work the job anymore. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know, definitely, this shouts out to Mark Buford. He was on the show. Yeah, for one. Sure. Shouts, actually, I met. Mark at, at a conference and, and I said, brother, you need to get you on the show, right? And yeah, now sure. now he's the funder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he's, I the, mean, the man. he's doing his thing exactly. He's solid. Exactly. I've definitely I've done deals with him. Um uh -huh. Odell, uh Townsend, um, uh, you know, Corey Singleton, all the guys mm. out here. I've done I've done a lot of deals. They all good brothers. Those good um, brothers they, making it happen. Yeah, and they make they make it happen. Mark, he, he's a fly dude. He he always makes it happen too, so for sure. Let, let, let's transition. And again, I know that, I, well, I don't know, uh, uh, duplexes, triplexes, they're yeah. any five units and up is considered multifamily. Do you own any multifamilies? So I only do four and under. Um, okay. I prefer so that's your strategy only. You prefer that? Mm -hmm. I prefer and, that. And why is that? Versus somebody might say, I want a 30 unit or 20 unit, because I got a personal goal. I want to get about a 30 unit. Yeah. Give us your spin on that. So for me, what from what I see, and this is just my personal uh, okay. professional opinion. 
Um, a lot of people don't like single family homes in two years, mm. right? Um, I love them, mm. right? I love them from a management perspective. Okay. Right? When you have a single family home tenant, they're in a house. You have a person in a house. The feeling that they're getting is ownership. Mm. You know? So they tend to take care of the places better. Mm. They tend to stay longer. They tend to um, cut their own grass, shovel their own snow. You know, it's just like, there's, there's, there. I have houses that I haven't, I haven't communicated with the person in a year. Wow. You know, okay. like, like I might drive by to see if everything's Correct. okay, exactly. but they're not gonna, they're not gonna contact me unless something's wrong. And even if it's something small, they're just gonna handle it because to them, that's their house. Correct. And what, I've, what I've learned is that when you have like these buildings, cause I have a four unit, everybody like this hill building. Uh, you do it, you do it, you gotcha. do it. And, and gotcha. there's no sense of, um, like, like, cause, cause I take pride in where I live, whether I'm renting it or, or owning it, but not everybody's like that. Mm. And, and so, um, you, you don't have the care. Um, and, and I know there's no book on that, or that's not like a, 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 I guess a statistic or there's no numbers to that. That's just a, that's just something I've experienced with people and, and renting to people is that single family home tenants tend to just take better care of the property, stay longer. And, um, you know, have you do less for the property mm. you know so, um, mm. you do make less money and when mm -hmm. they're vacant it becomes a liability until you fill it again mm. the downfall of it but i personally like single family homes mm. and and then for me everything five units to like 15 units mm -hmm. when you run the numbers it's not really good money it's okay. not really good money until you get to like 25 a 25 unit or better or something okay. a 20 unit or better okay um what happens is the property is really expensive the water bill is really high the taxes are really high the expenses are really high um um you're typically doing your numbers off of what like 90 percent um mm -hmm. occupancy Correct. and a lot of times if you look at a 10 unit you might make the same amount of money as a four unit okay you know depending okay. on as after expenses, money back in your pocket. Exactly, exactly. Because okay. when you start looking at the net of it all, mm. a lot of times it's not worth the headache. Mm. I'd rather that price buy five single family homes mm. that are easy to manage and warrant the same money as, you know, maybe a 10 unit, mm -hmm. you know? Okay. Um, you know, so that's why. And plus they're easy to, to pop off if I need, like let's say I'm in the jam. Mm. If I sell a 10 unit, I gotta sell it to an investor. Mm, correct. Because the funding's different, it's a commercial loan, um, so on and so forth. But I could take one of my houses, gut it, redo it, and then sell it to somebody who wants to live there personally. Because mm. I have 30% equity in everything I own. Mm. So I can add more equity and then have an extra, a better exit strategy than a 10 unit. Where I'm I like that. I like that. I like the way you broke that down in terms of exit strategy, in terms of criteria, because uh, I actually have a, a criteria where if I get in a single family, there would be no more than about 1,100 square feet. I prefer one level, I prefer a brick, right? I don't want a basement. I don't want two levels. Actually, I do have two levels, but one two level, but I would rather have that because I can manage that. All one level, less than 1,100 square feet, three bedrooms, one half, half. I'm cool with that, right? Uh, but again, it's a preference there. Everybody has their own, they, you know, what they like. Because you got to simply say, I don't want no houses. I want strictly uh, multifamily, right? And and that's what they work with. Hey guys, thank you for watching our show. We're going to interrupt you real quickly. We are in the business of referrals. If you know someone looking to buy or sell, 
residential or commercial here in the North Carolina area, refer us. We really appreciate that. Now, now let's segue here, brother. Now I see that you are, uh, uh, we talked about earlier about supporting each other, right? And I want to definitely give you a salute that uh, 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 you, you definitely support the show. For sure, for sure. And you're supporting a shirt right now, brother, that uh, that it comes from these, uh, these these brothers doing this podcast, which we all admire. Earn your leisure. We give shouts to them two brothers who are for definitely sure. doing anything. Uh, uh, and and I want to definitely salute you for that. That you you're always in a in a in a state of helping someone else and, and shouting someone else out without necessarily something in return. Right? No, for I, sure. Right? And where does that come from? Well, I was always taught. Uh, to give without without expecting, mm. you know. I believe that I, I'm, a big, I'm a big believer in energy, and I just I just believe you get what you put out. So you know, um, you 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 support, you give, and it may not come from this person, but it'll come from somewhere else. And I'm never expecting it, and it'll come when you least expect it. Like, exactly. Like, I can honestly say I probably built half of my portfolio just being good to people, and then mm. coming back to me. You know what I mean? Like, like the eleven doors I bought over the last um, year and a half all came from some guys that I just had a relationship with for years. You know, mm -hmm. um, and, and we were able to put the deal together and make it work. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, you know, yeah, just just always support, always give, and it'll come back to you. You know, when you expect something and you're waiting for something, you never get it. Mm, that's so true. And I and I just gotta kind of re-echo that when when they say. People deal with people they really know, like, and trust. That is so true. Because a person yeah. like you, they'll go off their way to you know something. I like that guy. I like that guy. Let me make sure that I, I take him. So you got a lot of you said a lot of them deals, eleven deals, huh? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, eleven doors. I, uh, with, with uh, just networking, you know, just networking, and um, you know, you know, uh, being on their mind when they right. were set. You know what I mean? Um, sometimes you can plant the seed, and then it may not grow for two years. Correct. Know? Correct. I planted that seed about literally two, maybe two, three years ago, and it came well, back around. Well, let me ask something here. The fact that you said you plant the seed, is there any follow-up? Is this something that you said, okay, I brought this six months ago. Do you do monthly check-ins, weekly, or what do you do? Or you just, um, you it know? depends on the frequency of the person um, okay. that I'm dealing with. Like, like some people are closer to me than others, but I mm. definitely make sure I check in with people. And I don't make it about the business. I always just check in to see how they are. And um, I'm, people say business isn't personal. It's personal. It's business. It's not personal. But business is personal. It is personal. You know, you do more business with people that you like, and, and then when you like people, you have a vested interest in them succeeding because mm. you don't want people you like to fail. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? So um, um, I'm uh, not to brag. I'm well liked in my network, mm. and and so I get things first. You know, people call mm. me first, and and, and um. They say, hey, you know, rates are low. You want to do this or that, you know, or oh, this program's coming. It's not out yet, but it's going to be out in two weeks. You can be the first mm. person with this program. And, like, I'm always getting those calls because I'm always putting money in people's pocket or showing love to whoever. So um, mm. it all comes back, you know? Mm. You know, you know, that that's, I mean, brother, you, you're saying so much that that's so profound. Uh, uh, I, I compare it to, not in a bad way, but remember the part in wherever people see the movie Goodfellas? Yeah. And remember he was walking, walking through uh, the the restaurant. Yeah. He had his lady with him, and he yeah. was giving everybody money. Right? He would say, and not necessarily from a money sense, but it was people want to be taken care, of, right? I mean, For whether sure. it be thank you, how you know, just whether please, where you put some in their pocket, not feel as though hey, you took advantage of me, right? Yep. So I definitely salute you on that there. 
Yep. All right, brother, listen to it, man. You you give us so many great insights, so many dudes. I mean, you know, me and you, we can chit-chat and talk for hours, right? Again, we had our two golden nugget section. Uh-huh. Give us two good ones, because you've already gave us about 15. Give us two <laughs> golden nuggets, whether it be scripture, a book, a quote, something that is profound to you that can spill over to our audience. What is it? Um, I, I'm not sure if I talked about this on the last uh, time time we spoke, but I'll, I'll bring it up again. Um, and you tell me if you if I said this before, the 33% rule. Nah, I, I don't think I remember that. Okay, so 33%. so the 33% rule is something I, I, I've adopted in my life, and, it, and it, it's been really beneficial to me. So, okay, 33% rule is a, it's a rule to help you maintain balance. You're supposed to spend 33% of your time with people who you can uplift, inspire, and teach, mm. right? People that you can be of value to and of service to, mm. um, so that you can give. Then you spend 33% of your time with people who are eye level, who understand you, mm. so who won't be jealous of you because they are where you are, mm-hmm. and so that you can feel understood and you can feel welcome and like you belong. And then you spend 33% of your time with people who are um, where you want to be, where you dream to mm. be, people who kind of just like are way ahead of you so that you can always be inspired and humbled at the same time. And, and what happens with a lot of people is they spend too much time in one bucket like sometimes they want to be the big fish in the small pond mm. so, they, so they kick it with this 33 percent or sometimes this is too unrealistic and these people are just too low so they only kick it with people who make them comfortable mm. you know or, or sometimes they're miserable because they're spending too much time with people who are ahead of them and mm. um it, 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 if everybody gives to the 33 percent it kind of all works um um in tandem i think is, is the correct word mm. you know, um i like uh, that i like that Thirty-three percent rule is definitely a, a gem that I that I came up um, across that I use all the time. Okay, okay. You got a second one, or was that, was that all wrapped in? Well, That's all wrapped in one. Okay, um, wrapped in one. Okay. Um, the 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 second one. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Um, I I was reading this book called Never Eat Alone, and mm. um um I'm finishing it up now, and it spoke of a lion going for field mice instead of antelope, and how easy field mice are to catch. Um, um, but if he keeps eating field mice, he'll never get full, right? Mm. So it's harder to get the antelope, but it's easier to get the field mice. Okay. So I guess in that analogy, he was saying like, you know, a lot of people just go for what's easy. It's okay to look a little further out, work a little bit harder, but then to get more out of the situation. Mm. That analogy. So I just actually was reading that actually today. So I, I like I, that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you, you know what I'm saying? I, I, and I'm a I'm gonna add a little more cream on top of that because it goes in what you're, what you're saying. I, I got this thing that I go off of and actually helped me so much in terms of building building the business, building the brand, particularly with the show now. And I always say, I train my mind what my eyes can't see, right? Right. So, because I, I already know it's coming, right? But I, I'm doing this because I just, just got to get everybody else on board. But I see it, right? And it's just inconsistent, right? But brother, Salute to you all the time, brother. And thank you, Anna, for being on the show. And thanks for always giving us some great insight. And again, brother, I do it again. We got to have you on the show for the third time so you can <laughs> give us some great insight for our audience. No, I work on I work on some new uh, some new nuggets. Exactly. <laughs> let, 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 let's give a, a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen, for Mr. Tylen Durant, Durant Holdings. And thanks a lot for being on Head to Group Real Estate Show. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you, man. Hey, gang. I hope you really enjoyed that show. 
our guests provide us some great tips and insight. And please support them on all social media platforms. And while I'm saying that, support us on all social media platforms. And don't forget, watch the entire video on YouTube. We'll see you next time.